podcast where we talk about things with one super special guest every week. Just sit back, relax, and hear us speak on This Is Happening, the podcast. Hello, this is Nathan Streifel. And Eric Morris. Welcome back to This Is Happening. Hey, welcome back. So glad to have you. You know, we really appreciate people that listen to the podcast. We really love our listeners. Let's just say thank you. Thank Thank you. you very much. Thanks for tuning in every week or sporadically. Wherever you might be, you might be in the UK, uh, who knows? I mean, we Australia. Have, we have listeners all over I the globe. Th- even Thailand, Russia, we're international. Well, we are neglecting our guests. Let's introduce our guests. We have a real treat, listeners. Today, we are joined and graced by the presence of Doug Buden. <laughs> With a liquid U. Please <laughs> do keep that U. That liquid, liquid U. Uh, Doug is an actor, a writer, an experiential marketing specialist. <laughs> he can explain to us what that is. I don't really know. Um, and he's also a raconteur and beau vivant. And actually also a highly sought-after dinner party guest. And incredibly sweet and charming, adorable, bravo enthusiast. The hope is that we give you, listeners, the opportunity to experience what it's like to be seated next (laughs) to Doug Buden at a dinner party. Maybe Alice and Janney is also there, someone else. We like Alice and Janney. Actually, Alice and Janney is at the table. She just, unfortunately, her voice is broken. She's on vocal rest. She can't speak any. She's on vocal rest. Side note, I was at a wedding once. Well, that's why I mentioned it. I danced with the mother of Alice and Janney, Maisie. Maisie Janney? I was seated at the table with her, and nobody would dance with her. And she leaned over and said, well, will you dance with me? And who was I going to say no? I said, of course. And I danced with her uh, feverishly, one would even say. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Alice and Janney, of course, years ago, well before... Herr Streifel was born. Yes. In New York. So more than 19 years ago. (laughs) In fact, yes. Uh, 112 years ago, when Actors' Equity was just a glint in some of that, we would, uh, equity actors, we would have to go to the equity office in New York City, and you would have to wait. Which is where you're from. Yes. Oh, I'm from New York City. And we would have to wait online. On 46th Street. On 46th Street. You would go about But not online on the internet. Oh, no. (laughs) On the physical line. You would go at like 5 in the morning. Uh Uh-huh. And you would have to wait online in the the cold. This would be just to get a general audition for whatever was auditioning. If it was the Intamin Theater in Seattle, they would have to hold equity auditions. Yes. So all the actors would go to the equity Mm -hmm. office, and you wait, and it's like... Think Russia, like people are on a line and they've got their furs and oh they're God, yeah. shivering. I used to live in Chicago for a while. So, so it's I, the, and you would ugh. wait for about three hours outside. Then they would bring you in and you would line up inside. Then the monitor would show up at nine. So you've you've now been there for four hours, and you would go one by one and ask for a time slot. This is where uh, Peter and I used to go. Our dear friend of ours, Peter. Mm-hmm. We would go, and you would see the same people, and you would wait. You you would get to the How monitor. How often did the auditions happen? Twice a week, three times a week. Oh, okay. and you would go up to the monitor, and you would say, "Can I have um." 214, is that available? And then you would have to go home and then come back. Oh my god. For your two-minute slot. So then you go where home. Where was and the where was the um the office? In Times Square on 46th oh, Street. Oh, okay. 
But Alice and Janney, sorry for that long-winded road, but you're with me on this journey. I am. Alice and Janney used to be just a regular actor who would be at all of these equity performer, these uh, equity auditions. So we used to chit-chat right. about all the old-timers who would show up with their own stools and their knitting. And you're talking about talk like the early in the 90s. Day. Yeah, right. yeah. This was the, it would be 91 to 94. And Allison invited us to her uh, agent's showcase because she was trying to get an agent. Yeah. And we went. It was on 43rd Street, and she was really good. Shocking. Uh, the end. And whatever became <laughs> And then years her. later, you... And she won an Oscar this she year. Did, she yeah. won an Oscar. Her show just got renewed. That's sort of my trajectory is I'm around all these people who have become so super successful, and then there's me. I've been at... Yeah. <laughs> I've been at parties with Alice and Jenny. I think, actually, at Max Muchnick's house, I believe. Oh. I've um, heard that's a lovely home. It's a lovely home. Do you know I, who he is, Max Munchnick? The creator of Will and Grace. Ah, uh, yes, Will absolutely, Grace, yeah. totally, yes. And I also a it. show with the word Miami in it. Miami Heat? Had Mark Foyce. CSI Miami? No, Blue Cop Blue, no, Miami. Blues. I'm quite sure. I didn't watch that one, but the, there was another one called Partners or something like Problem that. Not Partners. <laughs> so, something else about, maybe it was Partners, a gay and a straight Partner in business. And da, 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 da. Anyway, it didn't work, didn't work out. Did you grow up in the in Manhattan? I did. I grew up. Uh, you were born on Long Island. I was born on Long Island. Okay. I'm Long Island Jewish in Manhattan, <laughs> and then my family moved to New York. And um, is Buden a Jewish name? So uh, it's Russian. It is. I think originally it would have been Budovlov or Budinsky. Oh right. Budovlov Kapovich, and then. In 1919, Grandma Jean, they moved from Russia, and they got to Ellis Island. And in Ellis Island, it became Budinsky. And then in Brooklyn, it became Budin. And then on the Upper East Side, it became Budin. Where it remains. That. It Your remains. father just That's decided to start No, it wasn't my father. Him. I think it was my uncle. But strangely, my mother, the widow... He says Budin. When I when she's making a reservation somewhere, to she make says, it Hello, easy for Budin. So I kind of do that too now. Mm. I like Budin. I do too, but it, that liquid you, it stymies so many people. I mean, even my... Remember when you graduated Doesn't, college, you have to write like, out phonetically how I feel to like how it. your name is spelled, it looks like it should be pronounced Budin. Yes. Like, I would naturally, I think, go that direction, although I'm an incredibly educated person. And look at your... Perhaps that's why. I'm talking about your name, because I looked at Nathan's name, and I immediately said, Steifer! (laughs) Well, yeah. Which Which is probably the correct pronunciation. Only to discover that it's not too Germanic. Mr. Steifel is really from Aberdeen, Washington. Well, but there must be some German. Yeah, according to your 23andMe thing, you're half this and half that. I don't see German anywhere. I am an eighth German. Oh, but it's on my mom's side. But my dad was adopted when he was three by my grandfather, who's German. Oh, that's where it comes from. Yep. Oh, I didn't dig that deep into the research. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not really around anywhere. But um, yeah, my um, my grandma, my I guess uh, biological grandparents. My grandma's uh, Spanish, and my grandfather's Chinese, and he immigrated from China in the seventies. They had a kid, two kids, my dad and my uncle, then they 
it was the 70s and everything was crazy. Or 60s? 60s and everything was crazy and it was marijuana and I don't know. They got divorced when my dad was really little and then she got remarried and my dad changed his full name. From Christopher Locke to James Streifel. Retired fireman? Your yeah. father's mm-hmm. name was Christopher Locke? Yep. And he changed his first name? Yeah, my grandpa's name was Fuqua Locke. I think there's more to this story. They and then they, my dad got his, my, no, I don't, well, my, my Chinese grandpa was like being they chased by the, by the Seattle Chinese mafia for a long time because of gambling debts. Oh. I know that. Well, good, good reason to change one's name, but he didn't go far. No, I don't think, he didn't change his name. No. My dad changed his name. Anyway, enough about me. <laughs> this is not, this oh, is not my but episode. I, but, but while we're on you, just one thing. Mm-hmm. I was looking at your YouTube channel. Yes, which everybody, if you're not already watching and subscribed, yeah, please it, do. A lot of really fun videos. Thank you. But one they thing I found puzzling. And I I, I can't imagine, I didn't look at all of the comments. (laughs) I'm sure a lot of people have asked you this. No one ever asked me about my YouTube channel. On your, the the landing page, I believe it's called, you Mm -hmm. kids call it. Home page. Home page, where you introduce yourself. Yes. You are wearing a t-shirt with sort of a button-down shirt over it, which is, I don't know, which you are now showing me. What I, put, I, I would like wearing to the know, t-shirt I wore in my Well, head. that's not the t-shirt, because the t-shirt, all What's that is visible thing? are the letters O, C, K. And I would like to know what comes before the O and after the K, because I couldn't figure out what the hell that shirt I guarantee you that no one has ever asked this. No I mean, one that has ever asked close, this. That is a close, that's a very <laughs> close. And that, you know, this and is the 17th <laughs> time somebody's asked me about this. It's all I could think of. I, I, was, I was flummoxed, and I, I stopped in my tracks. I said, I can't watch anymore. I did a screenshot. I was trying to figure out, what is it, Glockenspiel? What, like, what is the O? And <laughs> it, Glockenspiel, by the way, not such a stretch considering that Nathan used to play the euphonium I did never had a euphonium you, have, you did read my IMDb biography of course I did <laughs> deep, deep so down euphonium you. you're probably the first that. person to read it I didn't know any I'm of this I'm sure though. I'm not no, you didn't no, write no, it someone called had, Marnie wrote it I think I wrote it and put a fake name <laughs> did you I didn't want to put myself <laughs> on there ooh cats out of the bag y'all wait a minute though a euphonium I mean that I've never met a euphonium player I played euphonium for three years in high school, um, junior. I don't even know what that is. What is that? It is a small tuba, brass oh. instrument, multi-valve. You know, back when the French took a patent on putting valves on brass instruments, it was, it was so it's a little, little like a French horn. Yes, or a fl- the, the coronets, flugelhorns. All of these kind of came about in the nineteenth uh, century once the patent of putting a metal valve on a Oh, no. Is that, that's a German patent? French patent. French patent. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Tuba's, tuba plays the lowest notes, then euphonium, then trombone. So if you think about it in that kind of those contexts, that's kind of where it sits at. So but you, people are dying to know what does that t-shirt say? <laughs> yeah. Could you, could you find out? If we it begins with an R and it ends with a Y, it's a Rocky t-shirt. Rocky! Rocky Balboa. And if you look at the picture, there's an image of Rocky right below the OCK. Sylvester Stallone So you did not do enough sleuthing, my friend. My computer screen is not large enough for me to make those kinds of blow-ups. You do wear glasses, too. I do. And I'm wearing them now. What's your vision? Uh, poor. 
<laughs> I, I uh, believe I'm astigmatic in one and either near or farsighted in the other. So you have correctional lenses on both? Yes. And I have those, uh, what are they called? Bifocal. No. Oh. Tra- uh, uh, not transition. Reading. Although these are, my Ka- I call these my Caitlyn Jenner because they transition to sunglasses. <laughs> but the, the um, <laughs> actual lens, it's like the prescription. You should call them so, Michael Jackson. Wait, so that you can use them as reading glasses? Yeah, if I do this. I'm going to start doing no, that soon. No, it's, it's, it's progressive. Because you don't have the little square. These are progressive They just have lenses. a gradual kind of ombre of a lens. Oh, an ombre. <laughs> How fashionable. I don't learn a couple words in my day. You d- and you do watch Project Runway if you're familiar I with an do. ombre. I do. Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hairdressing term, I believe. No, well, it's just, not remotely. It's, it's just a coloring It term. means it going from anything. lighter to darker. Or well, I know, but they, there's an ombre hairstyle. I only know that from my ex-boyfriend who used to. Oh, not your it is a hairstyle for sure. Stylist, though. But um, no, my stylist may do ombre. It's also I, in art, art painting. No, my ex-boyfriend do would do ombre uh, things right in the next room. It didn't. Do- who, who are the bad? Don't we have bad hombres? Oh, that's a he was a bad hombre. <laughs> <a> different spelling. <laughs> Did he ever ombre your hair, Eric? Because I wish he would have. No, I never let him touch my hair. Eric has had the same. So Eric and I, mm-hmm. truth be known, have known each other about twenty years. Indeed. Ooh, the dulcet tones of sparkling rosé. We're roséing you Don't you finish that bottle on Streifel? I get some too. Uh, Eric, it's not our first rosé podcast. <laughs> Eric and I. Cheers. 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 Cheers, cheers, cheers listeners. Cheers, listeners. Join, join us listeners. in a glass of rosé. Yeah, uh, this is sparkling rosé. Take this moment to pour yourself a glass of <laughs> sparkling rosé. Yeah. Pop the bottle. I'll take a sip together. One, this two, is three. J Brut Rosé. Mm, delicious. It's very delicious. It's not brutish on the palate, I'll say that. No, it's, it's very expensive. Well, it's not cheap. <laughs> okay. What is it? What does it run? What's the what's the retail this on a bottle? Forty dollars. Oh my god! Oh wow! <laughs> I'm doubting this way too fast. I need to sip it a little quicker. Shit, Eric, that is like forty dollars bills. Mm. Thanks, well, Eric. That's so sweet of you. Well, there was. We are worth it. This podcast is worth it. It's a Thursday. It's there, a holiday. Weekend. You know, like the other the other rooms. It was like eighteen, and I was like, I don't know about that. I don't know how good that's going to be, so I sprang for that. I appreciate it. My liver thanks you. (laughs) What I was saying is, I have known Eric, lo, these 20 years, and I believe your hair... Has never changed. ...is exactly the same. No, it wasn't this gray. Well... You know, when I was 27, when we met, um, it was not gray at all. What color was it? Oh, mousy brown. <laughs> mousy brown. <laughs> that is so. Oh. You know, you just you filled me with just uh, like oh, what a compliment. Um, I meant that in the nicest way. Your hair wasn't mousy. Well, but it was sort of a gray. You've never dyed your it hair was, ever once. No. Have you, oh, Doug? It yes. was this color. Exactly. I dyed my hair what I thought was going to be black. It turned out to be a sort of. Purple? Oh no! And it was it was disastrous. How do you get? Was this when you were in your early twenties? No, even before I met you. Yeah, yeah, even younger. I was. I think I was in high school. Mm. Oh, I must not have liked that at friends. No, friends. Friends is a a bastion of expression. So I went to high school, uh, like any Jew from the Upper East Side. I went to a Quaker high school. 
Like the Quakers, like the religious yes, Quakers? Yes, we had a silent meeting. Why wouldn't you go to a Jewish high school? Well, that, Why I, I don't you? think that was ever in the cards. I was able to go wherever I wanted to go that I got into. So what was cool about so, the Quakers? Okay, so here's the deal. My parents, my dad wanted me to go to a school called Dalton, which mm-hmm. was really kind of fancy. You had a like jacket and yeah. and yeah, very frou-frou. My, then my mom wanted me to go to Columbia Prep, which is on the Upper West Side, because kids of friends of ours went there, and I visited, and it's it was a very good school, but you also, not only did you have to wear a jacket, you had to go swimming, and my body was not made for swimming. I am not a swimmer. So did I you do any athletics? Athletics? Yeah. No. Well, he did, have a, he did have a sports theme. Oh, I did. Yes. That, now that is... You did it? You had a... This is, this is what drove me to Quakerism. My parents... I wanted Broadway drama as my of theme. Of course, yes. And my parents threw Your father me, wasn't ready for that. He was not. They threw me a sports-themed bar mitzvah. Like, right before the party, I was reading a primer. Like He had is, to pretend is, to know what football which, was. Which is the one where you don't touch the <laughs> ball with your hands. You know, like, that was like, I did not. When you look at those pictures, it's so forced. Where it says, oh welcome God. to Doug Stadium. My colors were blue and orange, because those were the colors of the hockey Tigers. team. No, a hockey team, the Islanders. Oh, God. But I did have a personal win. I, when we met with the caterer, Ira Dornstein, who I think, I think he had That's like, he had the, 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 the caterer um, from set the from the team. sports theme. He was probably like, I can get you the sports theme cheap. You know, it's the David Moskowitz the week before Doug has it. So <laughs> I insisted upon an intermezzo course and I wanted <laughs> drama. So I said I wanted sorbet and I wanted dry ice. I mean, it's so against the theme, but I didn't care. It was dramatic and I wanted it. And I said, I want smoke pouring out of the sorbet. And I remember the caterer said, where am I going to get those cups to my mother? And I said, you'll find them. And, and they did. And the favor, we had a glass blower who would blow any animal you wanted out of glass. Oh my which gosh, was how very, very considerate because there were a few people who, who kind of had no friends. They were children of friends of my parents and so it gave them something to do. Oh, watch the glass blower while everyone else plays Coke and Pepsi, which is a game they still play at bar and bat mitzvahs now. What is it? Shocking! Uh, the boys line up on one side of the room and the girls line up on the other and then the DJ says, Coke! And all the boys run to the girls' laps and whomever... I want to play Coke and Coke. I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Doctor. When did you start at Friends? Uh, ninth grade. Oh, so this was so... So it's called Friends It's called Friends Seminary. They're, they're all over the country. Um, there's one in Brooklyn. I went to the one in Manhattan, which also holds a very special heart for members of Eric L. Morris's family. My, my father and uncle went there for elementary school oh, when wow. they when they lived in um, uh, Gramercy Park. Park. Yeah. Where did you go to high school? I went to Horace Mann. Not one of the ones you were considering. No. But, but really the best and know each other. Really one of the best high schools in New York and Hardest to get into and very competitive and kind of a sniper, uh, you know, just kind of a viper's dog eats nest. dog kind of. I loved friends, and the reason I chose friends is I sat in on an eighth grade history class when I visited, and the teacher 
said to the class, well, you can kiss those fucking Romanovs goodbye. And I went to the payphone and I called my mother and I said, I'm going here. They curse. And that that's how I chose that is my so school. Funny. And I'm still very close with several people. There were only 55 people in well, my Well, because I was wondering class. if Kate wow. Hampton was at your bar mitzvah, but she was not. No, La Hampton was not uh, <laughs> at my bar mitzvah, but she was my date at my... What would she be? My brother-in-law's sister's wedding. Uh, Kate mm. Hampton was my date. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I'm still close with many people That's cool. from my high school class. I went to Aberdeen High School. Did you? It was it was, out of a move? Was it like Footloose? It was like, um... I don't feel like how it's big, ever been portrayed in a movie. Really. How big was your graduating class? It started at two... 75 in freshman year, and we graduated like 175. So, um, pregnancy, (gasps) drug addiction, blah, 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 blah. We didn't have that issue. We didn't have that issue. Well, you know, I went to a... (laughs) No pregnancy. Aberdeen is like 13,000 people. No. Did anyone go to Switzerland? Sorry, Nathan. Did anyone go to Switzerland? Oh, I've got to go for a few months to Switzerland. No one. They were pregnant. No. No. There were no pregnancies. There was I'm no Switzerland, sure, but there sure were plenty there, of pregnancies. I'm sure there were that were taken care of appropriately. Oh, there were, there were, no, Eric. There, there always were. were. Why? How, How do you know? Guarantee? Did you talk to everybody? You don't know what the abortion People thing going on? People sex. Uh, well, abortions, yes. Well, that's... Sure, there were What abortions. are you aborting? A that pregnancy. Switzerland. Oh, okay, that's what fine. Yes. About. Guarantee there are abortions. Yes. I thought you meant, well, Switzerland, I mean, I thought you meant, like, I'm, you know, she's being sent off yes. to a convent to have a to child. To have the child. Just like in Downton Abbey. Yeah. Remember? Mm-hmm. My town was just very rural, so you just kind of just, you just ended up there, so. And well, it was also a different era. Yeah. A different decade. I was the 201st graduating class from Friends Seminary. I mean, I was the class of 1988. My... Well, that's when you were born. Oh, were you day. born yes, in 88? Yes, I was, I was. How oh. charming. Where's that booze? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Here's to youth. We may have Just to remember, switch. Nathan, you'll be dead soon. We may have to switch to unsparkling rosé. The shame. great thing about going to a small town school like that is that you can be mediocre at everything and still participate in everything because there's just not that much competition. So I could be in band and I could be in yearbook and I could be in sports. You could play the... You, you were probably the everything. best euphonium player in <laughs> Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Well, maybe second best, but yeah. So Doug and I <laughs> came to L.A. around the same time. This is true. We met uh, through a college friend of mine... So were you friends in Manhattan? No, no, no but no, we, we met, we met at, here. We met in Santa Monchia. We, we did at, we at, met in at Santa Stu Monica Gibbs's Stu holiday Gibbs's ho- party. house. Well, holiday party. It was a holiday I just party. The catering was terrible, embarrassing. It was dece- well, it was just straight. It was a straight. It was one bag of no. It, I wish <laughs> that's not catering. He had beside the terrible overhead lighting. He had one bag of mini carrots from Ralph's that he opened, I believe, with his teeth and put them on a plate. And that was Katie. He truly did not know how to entertain. And then he ended up marrying someone who was a, just a oh, delightful and, oh, perfect. and supreme at entertaining. And sadly, she, she recently she, passed away. Yeah, uh, tra- tragically. She was so fantastic. And in fact, at uh, a Stu Gibbs party, 
his wife, Suzanne, looked at me because she could tell the horror that I was experiencing. <laughs> looking at these miniature carrots. Wait, how old are you guys? Old enough. Okay, fair enough. I am... <laughs> Nine? No, but I mean, like, you I'm were enough 49. to go to a party oh, and be like, oh, this at is the time? game. At the time, we were 30, at the time, 30, 30. No. You were like, whatever, give me well, a Well, oh, when yeah. you're talking about Suzanne, yeah, yeah. early so 30s. She looked at me and she said, never again. And I was like, oh, <laughs> good. And he's taken care of. Yeah, and then the next time it was like, it's a Beaujolais Nouveau <laughs> party with staff. Theme <laughs> staff. Get the dry eyes. Cloth napkins and intermezzo course. Now that was even before he lived with her, yeah. so that was her party, really. But whatever. So, but as Eric and I go way back, Eric and I have vacationed together. We have Wait, Nantucket? travel together. Yes. Well, yeah, we've been to Nantucket. I actually, I mean, professionally, I produced his... Two-man show, Common Knowledge. Oh my god, cool, so you've worked together in business. The inaugural production. Say that one again. Inaugural. Inaugural. What was it called? Common Knowledge. We were bald guy and a Jew. It was me and my friend Randall Rapstein, our friend Randall Rapstein. Um, And we, out of boredom, the two of us wrote a show that Eric produced its first iteration. Yeah, I mean, they, they actually, you know, like all actors should, they started writing for themselves and created their own opportunity, and there was a, a place called the Met Theater, which people like... Um, I think we were on the board. Uh, Randall and I ran Randall ended up taking over the, the board. But, the acting company. But it was um, like Ed Harris had been involved. Laura and Owens, Norma Schwartz, Morrow Zuckerberg. Maybe Dulani Michelle. Dulani Michelle. I was trying to name like she known used to run people. A, kind of open mic nights that I used to perform at because I'm an avid letter writer. I write lots of letters. Really? And I get letters back and then I read them. Wait, so, so who do you write letters to? Uh, most recently, uh, well, in fact, just last week, I got a letter back from not the Queen, although I wrote to the Queen, but I did get a letter back from Lady Annabelle Whitehead, uh, lady-in-waiting to the Queen, thanking me for the wishes I bestowed upon the Queen. I also got a card from Harry and Meghan. That's <laughs> Prince Harry. Oh my God! Wait, so the wait. The Duchess of Sussex. Where? What? What did this letter writing start? How did you like start? What so it's. I'll tell did, you how you it started. Did you have pen pals when you Here's were a kid? So, I love to travel. I was staying at a hotel in Santa Fe, and the, it was Cute. a disaster. It was a disaster oh, hotel. Yeah. Oh, you must I wrote come to Santa Fe and visit me. Done. Done deal. We'll go. And so. I love it. I we uh, I, I wrote a letter. Doing that. Man, you were so butch. That when you grab that wine bottle, it was so butch. It was like you turned into a man for that moment. I was like, that not was that you're not a man. You're thirsty, absolutely thirsty. Man. No, but it and, was great. And so handy. So I, I wrote a letter. Like, Jesus, like, you turned letter. into a logger. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> grab that bottle with such I'm a delicate little flower, but when it comes to wine. Fill her up. <laughs> so you're in Santa Fe. What is this? What, in like hotel. kind of your... Um, uh, oh, I was young. So this is early. This yeah. is early. I wrote a letter to the hotel, and all I remember, I was complaining, because it was really, we had a terrible, terrible stay. Mm-hmm. And what I recall, the only line I remember is, the storm clouds that loomed over my vacation had nothing to do with the weather. <laughs> kind of... Uh, Listed out all of the problems. You were yelping before Yelp yeah, existed. You are absolutely right. And I, we ended up getting a refund. 
And then my friend Patrick Moran and I went and stayed at this uh, uh, travel auctions were very very big. We went and what's we, a travel auction? Okay, so back in the early days of the interweb. It was like an eBay. You kind of bid on auctions, a vacation type on a vacation. Well, we ended so up taking we we took a trip to Umbria, but 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 yeah. but let's not digress. What's Umbria? Mm-hmm. It's a region. It's a of region Italy. in Italy. Oh yes, Umbria. Rome. Yes, now I remember. South of Toscana. Beautiful. So, wow. You, well, you went so to Italy together. We okay, went to Italy. back to the left. And that had just. Yeah. I'm gonna put a button on this. Italy. We rented a six-bedroom house oh. for six nights. And six of us paid a total of one hundred seventy dollars for all six Not a nights. night. For all six in nights. total. Oh <laughs> my it god! Was an it was an internet auction. It was an auction. So where? What is in, this in website? In the days before people knew how to use yeah, the internet, it was called Luxury Link. Uh, Abraham and I went to Paris for five hundred fifty-three dollars. Was a flight included? Mm, you had I don't to pay think flight. so. I think we had to pay for the flight. Yeah. And, still. and Patrick and I went to the Ritz Carlton Half Moon Bay. And, and you had a butler. We had a butler. We paid. That was basically uh, a free vacation. We paid, I think hundred and fifty dollars. And but we had to pay the incidentals, which were quite high. But what that are was incidentals. Awesome. Inci- like when you first arrive at the hotel, and they say, "Can we have your credit card for incidentals?" That's uh, things like, "Fetch me a bottle of rosé," or "Come draw my bath." which is something that we had a butler do. Patrick thought that was included? No, he knew it wasn't, but it was like we had already paid for the hotel, so it just felt like everything was going to be free. Well, he could afford it. Well, he could now. At the time, we were all strapped for cash, but I wrote them a letter because I found two earwigs, you know those pincher bugs? Yeah. I found two of them in the room, and I thought, well, that's got to be worth at least a couple hundred bucks off. Totally. And then the valet lost our car, and then I ordered a coffee, and it came with no coffee cup. And I ordered an egg Wait, white omelet. Wait, how did it come? Just the thermos of coffee with no cup. And I ordered an egg white omelet, and it still had the yolks intact. So I wrote a very long letter to the Ritz-Carlton Corporation. Not type, uh, not not on the internet. Hand-written. Like handwritten. Do you write cursive or... I, well, now it's kind of a mish. Now I write like an old lady. It's just like a mishmash. Right, sure. It, it, Some things are half of it's, it's in mostly, Greek and yeah. it's in Urdu. It would, you couldn't read it anymore. <laughs> but, but I still, I, 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 ever since then, I still write a lot of letters. I wrote a letter to George Bush, uh, uh, the first one, when he was going to leave the White House, offering him tips on how to move out of a historic home while keeping the integrity of the house. And I recommended using Colgate to patch up the holes in the wall where pictures of his adorable grandchildren <laughs> hung. And I recommended some retirement communities. Why not actual South. Well, I was trying to be charming. <laughs> and then I got a Christmas card from the Bushes. And then I got a Christmas card the next year from the Bushes. So I thought, well, this works. Then I wrote to the Dixie Cup Corporation, recommending that they do red and green collections for Christmas and blue and white for Hanukkah. And they sent me a coupon for a huge case of Dixie Cups so you can get actual things. I reaped in $71.50 from Banana Boat Pharmaceuticals just for complaining about the blend-in factor of their oil-free SPF 30 uh, uh, sun protector, which made me look like an albino. And yet I got all this money from them. 
All of this came Did from you me mentioning Delaney Michelle, <laughs> someone who had been involved with the meth theater. So you when take I was these trying to say, oh, it's just, this happens as I, I get older. No, I, it's okay. I, I'm off. It's, it's, it's fine. No, I, I. It's all I about tangents. It. I poked and prodded. I it's all about tangents. But no, I'm just trying to say that you and. And Randall. Randall and Clarinda Ross yes. and Peter Page and, yeah. and others wrote monologues essentially, and they were all done in some production at the Met Theater. Oh, mm. That was the that was the genesis of Common Knowledge. Of what became the show. You wrote a character. Common Knowledge. Randall wrote a character. That's right. You guys decided, you know what? Let's put our characters together and do right. a whole show. And then you came to me and said, will you produce it? And, you know, Randall said, oh, we'll pay you to do that. And it, as it turned out, I pay you? paid for the production. Did you? I don't think he paid you. <laughs> no, we didn't. You didn't. But he Sorry. thought he was going to get well, money. That's what he thought he was going to raise money from someone. That didn't happen. No. And uh, I didn't get paid. I ended up paying to produce it. But that's what producing theater and is. It's 30 bucks in my wallet. Maybe I'm not asking you. I'm not asking you for a, for a refund. I'm sorry. This, no, 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 this no. whole this I, whole thing was a ruse. It was a ruse to get me. <laughs> no, I'm so not. Me. I'm so not saying that. I'm so not saying I, that. I, I have Venmo. You have Venmo. No, it was actually. It, it was. I do have Venmo, but <laughs> Venmo. But I, you, I, no, no, no. I was. Sake. No, no, no. It, it was a pleasure. Wasps and money. It, it was a pleasure. Do you wasps and money? You didn't like this is twenty years ago. No, it was it was a pleasure. I so we put on this production. It sounds it. And then we let our main expense was to get a proper publicist, who was Gary I don't Murphy. Think we got that, did we? Yes, we did because I don't remember any of this. G- Gary Murphy, who now is the you know publicist for the L.A. Opera. Oh, um, but reddish hair. Yes, he got. The LA Times and LA Weekly to come to a Tuesday and Wednesday yeah, night yeah. show. They don't do that. You and know? Do you know? Do you remember and what the LA Times said? Both. Well, it was pick of the what week. They it was, they, they it was pick of the week in LA Weekly, and it was critics recommended. Yes, yes. Wow. We got we got a great review. Awesome. Yeah. They also referred to Randall and me as refreshingly non-athletic. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it's Hollywood. And yeah, no, it, which, you know, which was I mean, true. It, yeah. I mean, I mean, they could have just said they're both fat. <laughs> um, well. One's bald and the other's a Jew. But from that production, then we got that into show the was um, really, HBO uh, comedy workspace. And the show was we, really well done and people loved it. Yeah, we were we had great runs. We um, won an audience award at the New York Fringe Festival, which got us produced in Rochester, New York. So it got produced in Two in equity. New so that, that production that I produced spawned. Yeah, uh, it, it, the show it had, had a life. Grew. They worked, did, they we worked did a bit. Several. And then. And you toured. So it was a little bit of a Tour. Yeah, we were produced at the Vineyard Playhouse in Martha's Vineyard, and then cool. at the UU in Provincetown, and then then we performed at like a gay ski weekend here or there, hither and thither. Oh, did, you go, was, did you go to Aspen? <laughs> no, I believe it was Vermont. Oh, okay. Well. But there were gays there, and they ski, and they were very appreciative. I was invited to go to a hot tub with somebody, like an opera ski, and I said no. There's not enough Purell in the world. Probably with some early um, reality stars. You know, the, early reality I will say stars. the one and only three-way that I was ever involved in was uh, uh, from Common Knowledge. What? It was an audience member. 
This is a direction I did not. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Now we're getting Bravo. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I yes. Say, my only experience was an audience member who, when Randall and I were in Provincetown, wow, one of them was Canadian. Is Randall gay? Yes. yes. And now he's in Texas. Oh, he's getting cool. his doctorate. Yeah. Wow. Cool. And he wrote a screenplay that I am currently in the process of getting. Eric, you're like the center Zeus player. This 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 screenplay yeah. might be another one of my landmark unproduced <laughs> films. So did far, Randall, <laughs> did Randall promise so you money is. for this one? Because so far he's batting zero. He well, no, I. I paid him a little bit. He, he I, might I have owe, been also. I owe him quite a bit for this screenplay. Oh, I mean, if it gets made. Oh. Um, yeah. But I, I did. I, I paid him a little bit of money for the screenplay. So oh, it's all square. Yeah. We're square. Do you accept square? I have a square reader for my phone, too. Do you? I do. As a true vendor? Yes. Because uh, I... What do you vend? What do you vend? Well, I have a tenant in my home. Oh. And oh, so it's I have one tenant who... Oh, we had this... I think it's Venmo. Well, this, it predates Venmo, but people... Uh, th- this one tenant in particular wanted to use a credit card so she could accrue miles. Well, you can use a credit so, card with Venmo. Well, yes, but Venmo didn't exist at the uh, time. Oh, I, 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 I got it. I got it. Uh, That's great with rent. Yeah. And so... Uh, but we had this... I had this one tenant... Oh, I loathed. I don't remember her name. I only remember her nickname was Victoria for Victoria Tenant, who is somebody you may not know. <laughs> he was an actress. And she was I married to Steve Victoria Tenant. We, so so we, we would call her Victoria for Victoria Tenant. I don't know anything. We didn't like she hasn't worked since the 80s. Though. Is she blonde? She is blonde. The actual Victoria I knew, I knew. Tenet. My tenant was blonde, too. Wait, was she in, like, was she in and comedy? She's yeah. in a very she's she's good in one Steve Martin movie. Uh, L.A. Stories. Was she? No. Doesn't she wear a trench coat in L.A. Stories? She might. Mm. She was, was she in, in that. She was oh, in the Winds of, of War. Movie? Who wasn't? She had a big part in that. Everybody was in that movie. And she's friends with another future guest of our podcast, Christina Egg. That's seen right, the, Christina. I've seen You're Victoria next. Tennant in at a party not long ago. Mm. She still exists. Who did we meet yes. at a party? Marielle Hartley, wasn't it? Ooh, After I did, I we, did we meet were, her. We were backstage. Mm. She had seen common knowledge. And she said... Almost impossible s- to believe. Something like... <laughs> she, I think she was friends with the director. Randa di- Brenner? Yes. <laughs> he was directing her one-woman show. That spiteful imp. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? So, the, so, so you have Square because of tenants. <laughs> yes, I have Square because of my tenants. Cool. Uh, yeah, I rent out a room in my home in Hollywood. If you're looking, just let me know. But He's I have not. somebody there now. I'm not looking right now. But he has I'll a great house. I have a charming I home. I have a great a house, which you will not get the address to, stalkers. <laughs> <laughs> do you have stalkers? I like to think I do. <laughs> We are at an undisclosed location. Don't say now. the name of the I street. would never say the name of the street. Bane Gibby already gave me that we are outside somewhere near the Hollywood side. She tribe. said near the Hollywood side. Yeah. Which oh, as, did you listen to her? Of course I did. Oh, I told her I did my research. Oh, that's so... Did you research. listen to every single episode? No. Of you course did, I did. did. Choose <laughs> but I know, I know Bane. Uh, for so many like, years, it, so I was like, I don't want to listen to Baines because yeah, I was excited. Totally. And Baines was fun. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Reviews. No, <laughs> what, what was her real name? Now I can't remember. What's her real name? Ooh, she had a, a fun God. real name that wasn't Bane. It's not Elizabeth. No, no. 
It was a name I don't think I was Bane is her middle name. Right. It was something Bane Gibby. I remember that her friend of hers thought that she was a different person in class, (laughs) but I can't remember. I don't remember. You know, she's told me that, but I don't And if you were a Bravo-holic, you would understand the significance of what you just said, because on tonight's episode... Of, of Southern Charm, which takes place in Charleston. Catherine Dennis, who mothered two children by Thomas Ravenel, um, she was on the phone with another castmate, Chelsea. And and you know how on TV, when somebody's on the phone, they, the camera shows you like the iPhone with who they're talking to and how many right, seconds. Totally. I'm an obsessive screenshot grabber, pauser. So I pause. Yeah, I know. You did okay. my YouTube. I did YouTube. Yeah. So I did a screenshot because I was like, she was on the phone with Chelsea, and yet the writing of what her iPhone was indicating seemed so long for just getting Chelsea. And so I took a screenshot, and for the listeners, they're not going to understand, but um, what it says on her phone is Chelsea or, and then an alternate spelling of Chelsea. Because she doesn't... And I was like, yeah, this yeah, woman doesn't it. know how to spell her friend's name, so Why she this or why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just put what you think what it you might think? be? For the so, listeners, it says C H E L S E A or C H E L S I E in oh her phone. God. So she like she well, it's not I E. That she's well, not. Who, right. I've never met a Chelsea she's in my life right. that spells I E. No, no, no. This girl not, and this woman who we're talking about. Her name right. is Catherine K A T H R Y N. Well, My little sister's name's Catherine. She didn't but not that spelling. You can't blame her for that. She may have her name. Her name could be Lucille for well, all we who, know. Well, who knows? But um, anyway, so I Thomas yeah. Ravenel hasn't he been accused of rape? Yes. Yeah. Just like Harvey Weinstein. Just like Harvey Weinstein Turning came out today. Husband of Georgina Chapman. Ooh. You know when we first discussed doing this podcast, like. We talked about, you know, Doug and I talked about, like, well, what do I talk about? Is like, well, maybe I'll talk about the Royal Wedding, which really is... Oh, uh, yeah, any afterthoughts? Now, when this is released, this will, will be, released be even in further, further in the future. Probably and about that's already, three weeks from now. And it's already been days since that happened. I know. In fact, the, it's still on the news. Though, but like I kind today's... of watched it yeah. because I thought, well... I watched it because I found my, I was in Malibu and I found myself awake at four thirty in the morning for no reason, and then I was on my iPad and I kept getting little uh, alerts oh, saying like, "Would you like to live watch live stream the?" Um, How could you refuse? And I said, "Fine." So <laughs> who's at coverage some point, did you watch? Well, this is the important. I just said factor. yes to to one of the CNN alerts. <laughs> did Bravo do coverage? I know, but I, I should have watched NBC. I will say CNN was abhorrent. As much as I enjoy Anderson Cooper, and I really do, I watch his 8C360 every day. Oh, I don't. But I like his him. His coverage like him. was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. At one point... He wasn't prepared. You tell me. At one point, he even said, oh, there's Camilla... What's her name? I mean... Camilla Parker Bowles. Camilla Parker Bowles. I mean, if Duchess, Duchess of Cornwall. <laughs> now I know that, and the last thing I, the last royal thing I watched on TV was the funeral of Princess Diana, nineteen ninety seven. Yes. I haven't wa- not watched one. You didn't this watch William and what? Kate you were Clinton. nine. I was barely born, Eric. <laughs> when she died, <laughs> I remember being summer camp. My mom in, was a big fan. I was of a Diana sports so. sports sleepaway camp mm. when Diana got married, and I remember. 
feigning ill so I could lay in bed and listen to it on the radio. Oh. This is how young I was. When Candle in the Wind was played, I was like, that's the guy that does Lion King. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, I know more now, of course, but Lion King yes. came out I was three years prior. when she died. Uh, she died the night I met uh, another mutual friend of ours, Chris Lasada. Oh, he yeah. and I met as David Stern's a watch lit up saying Princess Diana's dead. So we did. We he had a, like a he had a watch a, like yes, that in ninety seven. It was intensely futuristic. It alerted to world news, and we were at a beach barbecue. So was it like a pager kind it of? It was. Thing? It was like a huge Seiko watch. It looked it was yeah. like the size of an old world. So pager. did it, did the text come it up? It was like as a ticker old, tape. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. Mm-hmm. It said Princess died. I didn't even dead. have a cell phone at that time. I think I was an air touch cellular member, and um, <laughs> I met I Chris Lasada. We were huddled around reading, squinting at the watch, and we said. What would she want us to do? And so we went dancing at the Boom Boom Room. Where's that? What's the Boom it's Boom in Laguna, Room? Laguna, I think. You went. Wait. We were there. We were. Oh, you, you were, were in LZ? Oh. Yes. Well, we were at a party. Manfred Kuhnert. We were at a Manfred and Mary Dixie and Jenna Carter were there, and I think Randall was there. It was for a theater. The children company. of Dixie Carter. It was at a yeah. theater company party. Okay. I think I don't know what the hell I was doing there. Well, anyway. Why was David Stern there? He was there with Randall. David must have been with Randall. Why was I there? With Randall. One will never know. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so, so I watched, didn't like the I watched, okay. The so Boom first, Room Room was super fun. It smelled. Was it gay? Yeah. Was it gay? And there it was, was multi-level. There was, a, there was like a hotel slash motel slash sticky floor space above it. It was disgusting. <laughs> oh, no, but it's also right It's right next to the Surf and Sand, which is very nice. Yeah, I think it's all closed. Well, uh, no, not the Surf and Sand, but the Boomer Room no, I've long, never no longer exists. Out in the OC. Never been out to, in, um, in What Laguna? are the gay clubs there now? Well, there was a little sliver of a bar where I met the uh, criminal um, that I dated for a while. We never <laughs> <stayed>. <laughs> I've, I've referenced him already that on this podcast. Oh, with the ombre peace be to all. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about happier things. Yeah, I'm wedding. wedding. So first, I watched all six and a half hours of the NBC coverage with Hoda and Savannah. That's they, right. Is that your go-to live news kind of? No. Well, I do watch a lot. I watch the the, the uh, seven a.m. to eight a.m. Okay, here's my schedule. Tell us seven a.m. Okay, six a.m. I watch NBC local. Okay, six to seven. Oh, nice. Local news. Local news. Starting at seven, I watch the Today Show up until 8 a.m. Which is no more Matt Lauer. No. It's 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 Katie and Hoda. No, Katie. It's Hoda and Savannah. Who's Savannah? Savannah Guthrie. She's oh, been hosting she's quite I never watch she's, she's any TV. She's very she's pleasant. Very, then cool. at eight, I switch to CNN. So that that's now going to be my default for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. But then I switch over to the East Coast feed of ABC where I watch The View. So then from oh, 8 to good. 9, I watch The good. View. But I really only like the first 26 minutes. Then I, after <laughs> they that... They start getting into like yeah. fashion well, and shit. It's and like it's The like View, you. Your Deal, and whatever. Yeah. But Joy is kind of spent by then, and Whoopi's spent, and Megan's angry. So by then I shut it down, and then I would just watch CNN for the rest of the day. Are you a um, uh, Kelly Kelly fan, Kelly Ripa? Oh sure, but I don't. But watch you her. don't. You don't watch. Her. I watched. Oh, I shudder to think what will happen when you went out to Kelly get a, and Ryan a, a, like a different kind of job <laughs> that takes you away from this schedule. <laughs> I'm terrible. I can't. 
I mean, you've had such a cushy experiential <laughs> marketing experience I have for to pay so the many bills. years. I have, a more, I have a mortgage. You do have a mortgage. So you have I a have lovely have a home. John, what do you mean the mark, experiential marketing? So, you know, I moved out here as an actor. Yes. And every now Still, and then I, I get a job. continues to work rec- on a recent season of, of uh, uh, Modern Family. Yes, but, but that... One episode doesn't pay my <laughs> annual mortgage. <laughs> and, and I'm raking in all those, those residuals from Charmed. I just got a residual yeah. from an episode of Charmed. I did that. You were a demon. I was a demon. And you know how much my residual check was? One penny. Mm. It cost more to make the. Well, check you can go to residuals. You have gotten pay. quite. I need the penny. What the fuck are you talking you about? I've gotten quite that. a bit of work from our friend Christopher. <laughs> I did. Well, Charmed. She was on charm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she tried to get me. Uh, she wrote a part well, that was in, called. In, in the, De- she wrote a part that was called like Demon Doug, and the fucking casting people were like, "No, we don't want to see him." And she was like, "No, no, no! I wrote it for this guy. Um, I saw him in a show. I think his name is Doug." Boudin or something and they're like yeah no no we have other people for that and she actually wrote it with me in mind and yet the role that I booked in, in her pilot was originally written for an, for an Asian woman I thought it was a black woman yeah, usually get usually, usually get the black me, woman okay get this me Octavia, Octavia Spencer, Spencer yeah. are always out for the same roles. Well, not anymore. Now she's got her Oscar. Oscar As I said at the very top of this, <laughs> I would have loved to have seen you in The Shape of Water in that role. Are you Everybody kidding me? Everybody I know has you become have been rich so and famous, good in that. and I just I'm not that good. So I just make no, it. To, I make are, it to the call. Are, you are that are. good. Uh, you are. Me? You really are. You're so specific. Yes. You really are. Uh, it's so good. It's Octavia good. Spencer and I. So we used to be up for the same role constantly, and we would see each other. At the call, at the producer session, and we would say, is it going to be sassy black or sassy gay? Because as it turns out, that's the same role. It's the same but role. it's also that actress, that black actress who Yvette, was on that, that show. Is yes. Yvette, so uh, Yvette Nicole Brown? Yes, Nicole that's Brown. what I was Nicole thinking. Brown. And Sam Pancake. Oh, well. If you ever run into an actor, Sam Pancake, yes, 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 old yes, friend yes. of ours, Sam, well, uh, me, Octavia, and Yvette. We I have all... introduced Nathan to Sam Pancake because, you know, he's in the Golden Girls. Yeah, we saw Z, the Golden Girls. It was with good. With the Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, Sam is fantastic. Yeah, uh-huh. he was hilarious in it. <laughs> he's super talented. Super talented. And, and uh, I, I know him from constantly being up for the same roles. As uh-huh. That's so funny. Yeah. So, but, oh, so I do have a job. Which takes me through some of the work day. So what do you? So what? So I work for. A, well, we call ourselves a gay agency. It's a gay marketing agency, mm-hmm. and I kind of have always viewed it seriously as a long form improv, because I basically have no education in business. In business, and yet. I am handling some very big clients. Yeah. And every now and then... You have a title. Uh, I have a like title. charge of a region of the country. And, and Wait, I, so what do you do? Well... What is this job? I mean, I, you know... I, yeah, the company uh, specializes achieved, in marketing products to the to gay, gay community. Yes. And one of the things they did right off the bat was represented absolute vodka at RuPaul's Drag Race... 
when you know because they were the sponsor was it of, back in the, of the early days season when they just used to put on the mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I, my, those were the good untucked so, so he was actually that on was set me for, making the cocktails for oh, many right. seasons so and my our client Jeffrey Moran was a judge in several the times yes, 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 yes. yeah that so that was one of the things I thought you were going to say do you still watch the show well uh, you know I don't I once I stopped kind of working on it you were like uh, it is DVRing as we speak I, but I, I do watch it I oh have God, great met, there's a great crew the world of wonder people were always so nice to me Tom and Campbell. to the client do you like Tom who Tom Campbell oh yes of course yeah, but I, I I worked with the field producers and those you know the, sure. they used to tip the camera guys um, and say, I'll give you food blowies in the back. Oh, no, I could have done that. No, I said, get, get a bottle of Absolute in the camera for, in the frame. I want a, a bottle of Absolute. Oh, every yeah, shot. yeah, smart, smart. Did you tip them with bottles of Absolute? I did. If you're listening of course, to Absolute, you I be... didn't do that because that would be illegal. Oh, you know what? I'm not even going to mention, I was going to talk about like a vodka shed. I'm not going to even No, we won't that. get into no, that. We're not, we're not getting into that. Where's that cough button? So, yes, that's, so I have this job yes uh, and I really love it um, and what's nice is it does allow me some freedom because I work New York hours mm-hmm. and I've been very so you fortunate. have to wake up at five yeah I wake, I wake up at five I'll, are you I like do that are you also because online I'm at five or is it like yeah, a wake I, up at my night. phone call started six you're, wow. you're on the phone talking to people yes I had a call this very morning at 603 wow, a.m. Yeah, right. on a conference call uh, I use, I'm using that ESAP moisturizer. I went and I got a lot of um, samples, although I'm flushed because I'm I drinking I worked incredibly rosé. late last night, but I did get up early this morning. I, I'm not looking my best. No, you I'm look not terrible. feeling my best. You look terrible. You I, look pale. I don't. I'm peaking. I do. I, I, I really no, like... No, you Yeah, of course you look fine. No, no, no. I really the like... People listening don't even know you're in a tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really... like. I, I'm not at my best, but but you know what? I, I went to power a, through it. I went to a podcast panel oh. recently, and you know the only thing that I learned was like one person said, like you owe it to your listeners to be at your best every episode and like give it your all. Well, that's best. why we popped the rosé. And I just well, yeah, forty dollars spark. You're welcome, <laughs> listeners. This conversation wouldn't be as interesting without it. And I it. shouldn't have mentioned that I don't feel well because I'm not. You know, you can't necessarily tell that in my voice. And we're not filming this. You can't see the Do you do circles. vocal warm-ups before? I don't. I should. Like uh, Diane Weist in Bullets Over Broadway? <laughs> I always do my vocal warm-ups before podcasting. Uh, I love Diane Weist. Yes. She's on a series that's heavily advertised on the American Airlines uh, um, um, you know, thing. Uh, when you're watching on the, on the airplane, what's that series she's in? Oh. It's like a whole... Family and aren't we fun and laughing and ha 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 ha? Well, good. I'm glad she's working. She, yeah. she, she should stay relevant. I'm not going to tell my Diane Weiss story. It's boring. I want to keep the focus on you. I don't <laughs> have a Diane Weiss. Hey, I saw some Instagram photos of your garden. Do you have a garden? <gasps> yes, I'm, a, I'm an avid gardener. I'm a it whore looks for tomatoes. Thank you. For I know Tomato Mania. Yes. yes. What is my? Do you know my Instagram name? It is. Is it just Doug Buten? Doug Buten. I searched Doug Buten and it came up. Oh, okay. With you, whatever I, your name is. I was. have like um, f- over five hundred uh, followers. Five hundred and one now. Today. I'm very you. excited. <laughs> That's Join, more than we do. We're very new to thing. Instagram. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> but yes, I love to garden, 
Uh, and I grow tomatoes this year. I'm growing eight different kinds of heirloom So what are your tomatoes? varieties? Okay. Shh, I can't even remember all the names of them. You have red? I have hillbilly, which is a red tomato. I think I'm growing mostly red tomatoes. I have hillbilly... I have a Cherokee. Most tomatoes are red, right? Oh, what's no. the what, Oh, there's a there's a green, there's purple, <laughs> white aubergine. I've never seen a aubergine. white tomato. Yeah, I've well, seen. I'm a white gonna tomato. show you. Okay, some. what is what would you say the percentage of red tomatoes? Most are red. Yes, most You're are correct. over over sixty percent. Who could say? I don't know. Look, the percentage. just as a sample, I'm showing Nathan Streifel oh, some wow. of the tomatoes. These are oh, beautiful oh. tomatoes. Wait, Did you those are all you grown? Yes, oh my god, my kind of grown. We are looking at a picture right now. We will this, actually post it. This when should we post be this, this should be the the post. This will be the episode post picture. It is a gorgeous picture of a giant bowl. Full of oh colored, my God, it's different colored tomatoes. The abundance, the abundance. So what do you? You must have a lot of I tomato recipes. It. I do. I adore. You have to invite me over for dinner. Oh, I shall. You oh, I shall. Maybe you can do a remote podcast on location. I would love to do a second in my podcast garden. with you. Absolutely. No, I don't have to be the guest. You out? Can we have other people? Of course. Yeah, like, you, you be a guest host. We'll have oh, a four-person interview. Great. Maybe we'll have Patrick Moran. <laughs> Who can say? Who can say? But he we'll hasn't do confirmed. it in my garden. Uh, and I'll serve you. Oh, my God. So here's... Serve I, me, baby. I do gazpacho. Oh, I love, love it. Gazpacho. Oh, he's, he's pronouncing Mi it. Mi novio es... Uh, no, I'm espanol. Uh, espanol. I only know how to say... So here's the thing. I know a lot of... Words. I know a few you know words how to in many, many languages. Yes. I know how to mince. Well, Raul should come for the gazpacho. Raul could. My boyfriend. My boyfriend. <laughs> oh, is, your boyfriend's called Raul. Very Latin. Yeah. Yes. Raul. Where is he from? He's from Mazatlan. Oh, Mazatlan. Let's see. Oh, this is very international. It's very. Oh, international. very international. Yeah, we'll have. We can have him. And then uh, <laughs> I also make a tomato pie, which is a recipe I learned in Charleston. Oh my gosh! And it's, is it like a savory oh pie or a sweet pie? No, it's a savory pie, and it's it's so terrifying that it's fantastic. Is there any meat in you it? Take, no, you mm. take a pie crust. Then Do you, you homemade you, pie crust? Yes. I made my very first pie last week. You did? And I asked you yes. to bring a pie, and you didn't. I'm not gonna. I, I, one pie in a month is plenty. That's yeah. It's my first pie. For, for this, for this, for, for, for tomato pie, you should. Can you, you imagine should if use you just like brought out a pie? Took out a pie. And here it is. <laughs> you can use a store bought pie and you par bake it. You know, just for a little bit. Pre bake it for a little bit. Then you put in a, a layer of cheddar cheese. Oh, this sounds then good already. Sliced tomatoes. Mm. Do you, is it shredded cheddar cheese? Yeah, shredded or grated. It's grated. Grated, yeah. And, and then uh, layers upon layers of tomatoes, which you have patted dry with a paper towel. And they're just uh, long way sliced? Long way sliced. As, as much and as just layered on top like bricks. Yes. And then it's where it gets interesting. You mix a third of a cup of mayonnaise. I'm sold. A third of a cup of more cheddar cheese. Oh. <laughs> and a third of a cup of grated Parmesan cheese. Uh, you what? mix that around. I've never had this from you. You lay well, you weren't invited to that party. You uh, layer thanks. it on top of the tomatoes <laughs> and you bake it. And it becomes no a top crust. Custard. That becomes the No, it's not it's a crust. It's almost top. like a quiche. It, it is almost like a quiche. Because it becomes 
a custard that bakes golden brown, and oh as it melts, it gets into all those so little nooks and crannies. It's very rich, and you only oh my eat God, a small so slice. I only um, eat small slices of things. As a girl. Yes. I will make you a we'll tomato pie. Them, and then I can tomatoes. I'm obsessed with this woman on the Food Network called Do you have Reed a can eat them? Well, I have a pot and I have jars, and that's all you need. I've never canned anything. Oh, well, maybe we'll can. <laughs> and you can show pictures. Oh, that sounds so much fun. I can't wait. Yes, we'll do. Later this summer. Yes, indeed. indeed. My dad used to can tuna on our porch. Oh, that's strange. Well, when you get a big tuna. Canning? I mean, like in a metal can? Like in a, no, a like a ball jar. Oh, really? A tuna? Yes. He would yes, can it's, his own It's fresh tuna. tuna. Are you kidding me? It's the best tuna you can have. have. Excuse no, I, that, me. Yeah. I have never seen tuna in a jar. Well, you've never been to Aberdeen, Washington, then. This is true. <laughs> right. you, My dad's a beekeeper, too, no. and I have I fresh honey. I watched Chopped. I've seen chicken in a can. This past week, I saw stringed meat in a can. I've never seen tuna in a jar. I'm just saying. Well, no. All right. Well, we have, I think, we've spanned the gamut. We've covered the bases. We haven't even really scratched the surface of Doug. We you. really haven't. So, we really so haven't. now it begs, you know, like a, a, a second, a part two. Honestly, part this is going to be asleep. In the garden some other time. This is our 19th episode, and this is the first one I've been like, this needs a sequel. It needs a sequel. Oh, that's very sweet. It I hope. But what if your, I hope your listeners aren't put off by it. Well, that's 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 their business. We I, love you, I listeners. But, um, you trust us that artistic art, artistic sensibilities know when a sequel is needed or not. Yeah, I mean, I can't control what people... Part what, two. People. We do what we want, honestly. So anyway, but thank you so much for listening. Uh, for Doug Buten, uh, you know, just check out... Yeah, is there anything you want to plug, Doug? Mm, no. What, just, here's what I'd like to plug. Be good to yourself. I love and it. Be good to your friends. And don't let these scary times of the day get you down. It's temporary. It's temporary. Remember, everyone will be dead at some point. But rosé just gets better and tastes better out of the bottle. So do that now. Enjoy some. <laughs> and, you know, and I like that you said be good to your friends. I mean, there. I don't know someone who has as good at being a friend as Doug Butte. Oh, that's so sweet. He, he really wants this so money sweet. that we owe him. No, I, I'm not saying... Well, no. Back to uh, no, I mean... Venmo! No, I, really, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. But but Doug Buten is better at and being a friend people. than anyone I've ever known. Thank you. He keeps his friends. <laughs> um, and anyway, it's been lovely having you on here. Thank you for doing this. Thank you so much. You thank really you guys so much. And thank you for listening. I've had so okay. much fun. Goodbye, um, listeners. Yeah. Oh well. Join if us you, again. If you like us, of course, um, please tell your friends. Subscribe. Follow our Facebook. Yeah. Check out my YouTube channel, which I post weekly comedy videos on if every you Friday. Want. Whatever. If you want. I mean, I'm gonna double plug one. I don't minute. care about that. <laughs> I'm half of this podcast episode. Um, uh, no, we're good. Yeah. Thank you so much. Bye. Okay. Bye.